If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Real Estate Podcast, the intersection between the latest trends in real estate and its impact on our everyday lives. We're your hosts, Alex Norman. And Jamie Blonde, and you've come to the right location. The real estate starts now. In today's episode, Self-Defense, we explore the intersection between real estate and Krav Maga and how combat training can improve personal safety in a modern world. Today's guest is Philip David Glickman, OIS Emmett Krav Maga expert instructor and firearms instructor in charge of the International Development OIS system and the training of future instructors, specifically in the USA, Florida, and Miami. Philip spent 15 years teaching Krav Maga in Paris and successfully developed the OIS system in France. He's the graduate instructor Krav Maga from the Academic College at Wingate in Israel. And OIS Krav Maga USA Miami holds regular courses in Miami and abroad. Philip, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, Philip. Welcome, guys. Thank you so much for having me with you guys. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Philip. Oh, very simple. I'm, uh, I'm a French guy. Have you can uh, see if I notice in my, my accent. I was born in France and uh, I moved to Miami in 2014. I, was, um, I, was, uh, I had a, a school of Krav Maga and uh, I decided to move and to come in Miami and to start from zero again. So many would wonder, what's the connection between self-defense and real estate? Uh, you know, and they, they'd probably ask you, is this show about how to protect yourself when living in a rough neighborhood? Uh, well, n- definitely not, but though it probably couldn't, couldn't hurt. I mean, people don't realize that self-defense and the various types of self-defense have origins in different parts of the world. In other words, where you come from or where you live could dictate a particular style of self-defense. First off... I want to make a distinction between self-defense and martial arts. Martial arts are a type of physical activity that uses techniques from sports and other types of fighting, while self-defense is more about defending yourself physically or verbally against an attacker. I mean, everyone could say stop, stop and that's self-defense, I guess. Um, but according to Wikipedia, the earliest signs of martial arts dated back to 3400 BC in ancient Egypt. But of course, modern martial arts has roots in India and China with Shaolin monks. But we know that pretty much every civilization in the country and the world uh, has some form of martial art as its origins. So on the other hand, you know, you look at the term self-defense is a, is a little bit different. That was coined, uh, modern self-defense was actually coined uh, by the Normans in the subsequent Norman conquest of England in 10, 1066. And my, my last name is Norman. Is that I, your family? I, I guarantee <laughs> I wasn't me. Uh, though, sorry about that. Um, but frankly, you know, you know um, 
self-defense in general could probably be date, dated back to the caveman. Anyone could, that could throw a punch or a rock um, is, you know, self-defense, I'm sure. Um, but so, Philip, um, you know, you teach Krav Maga, you, you're French, but Krav Maga is also an Israeli form of self-defense. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got into the practice? I got into the practice, uh, so we have to go back a long time ago. So uh, we are in uh, 19, uh, 1998, and um, uh, I was doing boxing. I was boxing because uh, back in the time when I was a, when I was a kid, when I was a teenager. I was not very good at school, and my my par and I was hanging out outside with with some dudes, and my parent was not especially uh, happy about that. So my father, I was coming from a, a very modest uh, family, and um, so I was playing around outside, and and they said, "Okay, stop now. We're gonna put you, and you're gonna play golf." So what golf? I was not involved in golf. It was not my thing, but they wanted to put me. Uh, in a safe place and back in the time in French it was very accessible for the young kids to play golf because the federation of golf uh, was doing something so I played golf and it was all my thing and I started to become uh, very good in golf playing competition blah 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 blah. now I arrived at one time I had a a situation um, I was going in a in a in a nightclub and I I had to go to go out from the nightclub to to take my car and I have to face to face uh, multiple guys who wanted to rob me, take my car, take my and that. And because I was, I told you, I, I was boxing a little bit. I managed the fight. I, I was uh, su- enough um, strong to manage the situation. But after I questioned myself and I said, "Damn, I only know how to punch. What should I have done if if they have a knife, a stick?" Plenty of question was coming to my to my to my head, and I was stressed, extremely stressed because. I, I felt very weak because I, I have only some punches, but it was not enough for me. And, you know, in life, it's all, it's all about who you connect with, who you meet, who you... Who you so go true, with. so true. Yes, you, you know, you, you talk to, some, to someone in the street and maybe this person can connect you with someone. And I was talking to, my, to one of my friends back in the time, and we are in 19... 98 so there's no there's no internet there's no there's no iphone there's nothing of this and uh, and uh, my friend tell me but you should do krav maga and i said what is krav maga i don't know i, I thought it was a cookie or or a cake or something and i said <laughs> oh, i don't know what is krav maga i said no what is krav maga he said you are jewish you don't know what is Krav Maga. It's what they use in the in the Israeli army for the special force. It's very little. It's very aggressive. You should do that. I should do that. Okay. Now, where could I find Krav Maga in Paris? And I didn't know nothing. I, there was no advertisement because back in the time, Krav Maga was very um, uh, underground. Exactly, very underground. So I, I said, okay, maybe I will never find that. And one week after. One week after, I met someone who was an instructor of Krav Maga. It was and meant to be. It, that's why I said the, the the missing people, and I and I started to 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 learn, and uh, the and I wanted to be good into it, and I have no absolutely no desire to be instructor to be nothing, and I I was very passionate, and it's funny because 
back in the time when I was working, I was uh, a real estate agent. I was working in a very famous real estate company in Paris named Feo. You can Google it. It's, they were doing a lot of business. And I was in an agency and I was spending my time making push-ups in the back of the office and, and making exercise to prepare myself for the night to go train. That was my, my thing. So funny you mentioned that, right? Because you know you're in you're in France, and that's probably the reason why you didn't have internet in 1998. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, to all my to all the French listeners out there, I'm sure <laughs> the, the Minitel was was an amazing innovation. Um, <laughs> um, but why didn't you consider uh, a local or French-based martial art? I know that there's um, there's Savat, which is a, a French-based martial art. Uh, that involves a lot of kicking. And I'm not sure how effective it is, um, but did you ever consider um, a more local or homegrown martial art for your, your training? No, no. Uh, me, you know, when I had the chance to meet the, the Krav Maga, it's because it was, it, was, it was talking to me because it was coming from Israel, because when I had the T-shirt, it was writing in Hebrew. And it's like, if, for example, you are Brazilian and you are proud to do uh, Jiu-Jitsu, uh, or Japanese and you are doing karate or capoeira capoeira yeah capoeira absolutely capoeira uh, that was my thing I, at the beginning it was very basic I had no intention to anything the only thing I didn't want it to be in the same situation I've been and to be like okay I mean you know this is what I explain most of the time when you are under a, a situation of a violent situation the worst is that you could not give any answer. That's the worst situation. What I'm trying to explain is if you, you can defend yourself, even if you don't win, you keep your self-esteem. You, you can keep watching yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, I, I didn't win, but I did something. The worst situation is to not do anything. It's interesting because uh, as you mentioned that you were in that situation when you were young and you realized that you needed some skills. In the United States, in Canada, when I was a kid, in the back of comic books, there'd be advertisers about a scrawny kid on the beach and a bully comes by, kicks sand, and you do the Charles Atlas weight training, and now you're, now you're the bully. Yay, I could be the bully. Right? Was, and then we saw... Bubble that, gum. that was a bubblicious... Bubble gum, that too. <laughs> that too. And then you had Bruce Lee came on, the Green Hornet, and every time, all of a sudden, judo was a big thing, and then Karate Kid came out, and Karate, all these things. Are, are, so I, I feel like in North America, at least, people know judo or karate or jujitsu. They understand, they can visualize what it is. Can you give us a couple of seconds of what makes Krav Maga different, or, or whether it's from where it, was, where it was originated or what it's trying to do? Is it less of a sport and more of a real put your man down as fast as you can or your woman down or whatever in, in other words or is it really for the military give us a little definition of krav maga for our listeners very simple krav maga it's to be able to destroy and to neutralize someone in a minimum of time with minimum damage to me that's it it's to be extremely proficient in a very short time so when I first, uh, at full disclosure, I, I, I did try Krav Maga and I spent a lot of time with it. It's actually, it's, it's amazing 
um, form of self-defense. But the first thing that I learned is how to kick someone in the balls. (laughs) So effective, yes. Um, um, Gender bias, absolutely. (laughs) I mean, wait, you know, it's it's a little bit one-sided, but I get get it. The assumption is that all, you know, at least – at least in this instance, all attackers are men. Um, but I, it, it was, I don't know, wildly effective. And I think the people who, who, who try it for the first, um, for the first time could, could recognize that it's, that there are very easy ways that people from all physicalities and, and, um, and sizes and shapes can actually defend themselves and use the, the tools and weapons that they have on their body to be able to be effective. I think that was one of the things that I took away most from my, from my experience with Krav Maga. I remember reading something where judo or one of them, it was basically you were using the momentum and the force of your opponent on them. You were returning it to them. And so I'm just curious in Krav Maga, is that based on learning where exactly just to hit and to incapacitate a person? Is it, is, is it, is, do, you, do you need to be physically strong to be able to perform Krav Maga? Can, can, can fragile women? learn and be effective in Krav Maga? Who is it for and, how, and what do you need to be able to do it? I'm going to give you uh, something that I learned when I did my, my instructor course, when I, when, I become, when I became instructor. They taught us back in the time that a technic- a te- any technique that we do should be able to be done by anybody. It should be universal. If this technique only apply for the strong of this or that, that's not good. It has to be able to be done by anybody, no matter what the size, no matter what the, 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 the body, anybody can do it. After you have the people who have an handicap and even the people who have an handicap, they should be able to do something. Everybody is able to do something. We are not talking about a sport where you have to perform for three minutes, five minutes, five rounds. It's not about that. You know, a real fight in a, in a real situation can be 10 seconds, right. five seconds. Right. So we ask the person to be able to, to transform themselves in a very minimum time into uh, something very aggressive, very determined, and to be able to survive because Krav Maga, it's a surviving skills. It's even not self-defense. It's a, a combat method, a survival combat method. That's why at the beginning it was taught to the army. Well, that's, that's interesting, right? Because I, I find that, I think to your point initially where you were you in France and you were you studied boxing. I mean, boxing in a lot of ways can be effective, but it's also a sport, right? You need to be, I need to do jump ropes. I need to do push-ups. I need to do, I need to run. So endurance is important. A lot of those things, because you're going to, you, you might be boxing and fighting, jumping around the, the ring for an hour or whatever, um, where to your point, Krav Maga fight can end in, in 10 seconds. And, you know, I think to a certain extent, I don't, need, I don't know how many push-ups I need to know how to, to do in order to kick someone in the balls, right? But that being said, there, there, there's something for effective um, martial arts versus the ones that are perhaps less effective. And I, I, I go to my personal example. I, I, I love martial arts. I've studied, when I was a kid, I was that, I was always short. So I was that kid that always got picked on. So I, I, I was literally karate kid. I went to the karate studio and, you know, fumbled my way through it. And I've been doing it ever since karate, taekwondo, uh, wash and Ryu, actually wash and Ryu karate. And then um, I got into Krav Maga 
I'm sorry. No, before Krav Maga, I got into Capoeira and because I love the art form of it and the musicality of it, dance, the culture associated with it. But then when I was, I actually got into a, an altercation, I was in New York City. Um, I, I, a cab driver wouldn't stop for me. And so I kicked the, the cab and then he stopped and he got out uh, with a bat. And I realized that moment that I couldn't, I didn't know what to do. I mean, so. Um, you didn't want to dance with you? You didn't want to do a couple of dance with you? I was like, I was like, the only thing I could do was like, bon on our way. I got run away. He leads. I guess he leads with gone. the bat, right? I was, I was gone. So I, I, I ran. I mean, I, was, I mean, ultimately, I think the best self-defense is, um, you know. what they Run say, forest. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's the, the best way to win a fight is to not fight at all, right? That's kind of the thing. So running was I mean, any, any, I'm sure, master of martial arts or anything would tell you that if you can escape a conflict, do that. Um, so I, I ended up doing that. But then I realized if I wasn't able to run, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to, to do anything and I would have lost that, that conflict. And so that's when I went and found Krav Maga because it, it gave me not only confidence to know that in any situation I can prevail for the most part, right? You're never going to walk out unscathed necessarily, but at least I knew what I was doing, which I think was, was a level of confidence that I didn't have before, which, which Krav Maga gave me. So I, I, I get that. I never got far enough to militarize it or weaponize it <laughs> to a certain extent of uh, no, no assassinations or anything in my future, but. Um, Not that anybody knows. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? It's, it's, it, it, I think you can, how far um, can you take it? I mean, is it for, um, is Krav Maga for the average, you know, uh, weekender, if you will? Um, and how far can you take it? Is it something that, you know, obviously you mentioned military. Is it, you know, where, does, where can you go with it? Okay, I just want to go back to what you said regarding Capoeira. I don't know if you know the, the, the history of, of Capoeira. I do, actually. You remember that they were slaves, yeah. they were attached by the hands. And yep. they, couldn't, they couldn't use the hands to fight. So they have to find a way. Yep. So, you know, each martial arts or each combat system have a purpose. And they, you, you should, you should, they should, the people, the, the people who train, they should ask themselves, why do we do this? It's because of need. Now, related to Krav Maga and to Israel, we have to understand that where does Krav Maga is coming from? It's coming from from before Israel, the creator of, of Krav Maga, Imi uh, Lichtenfeld, was the son of a, of a man named uh, Samuel uh, Lichtenfeld. And this, uh, this uh, man was the chief of the detective uh, department of, um, of uh, Bratislava, because uh, Imi Lichtenfeld, the creator of Krav Maga, was uh, from Hungary. Uh, so the creator, Imi Lichtenfeld, uh, since little, he was watching the, the training of the, um, of the father because he was training the, the, um, the policemen and uh, for their the personal safety. And he was doing boxing and he was doing wrestling. And he understood very uh, fast what was the difference between the sports and between defending your life in a real situation in the streets. It's two different types of things. What you do in a boxing place or in a gym and what you can do in the street, it's two completely different worlds. And sometimes what you think you can do in the, in the gym doesn't work in the street. So now going back to Krav Maga, 
it's because of the need. What, what do I need me to have as a, as a, as a person to walk in the street in peace? I want to be confident, but not confident in, in self-esteem. I want to be confident that if someone uh, have a knife, have a stick, uh, try to grab me, try to push me, that I can do something, that I'm not going to be, again, without an out... Uh, a complete victim. Yes, of out of response because, ah, oh, it's a knife. Oh, no, I don't know. Oh, oh it's a gun. He's hitting me again. Oh, I don't learn that. Oh, it's a... They always say this old adage, never take a knife to a gunfight, right? And I mean, obviously that, that term is metaphors used for a lot of different situations, usually not literally, but um, under this, in this circumstance, uh, Prav Maga, you, you, you learn uh, defense against a lot of different weapons even, right? I mean, you, you, yes. you, you know, you could... So, so tell us a little bit about that. Tell us a little bit about what practical application Krav Maga has in the modern world. Okay, the modern world, uh, let, let's talk about Florida. Florida, you understand that you have a plenty of weapons in circulation here. So the, the threat that you can have, for example, in Florida, or the threat that you can have in Paris, or the threat that you can have in London are not the same because of the laws, because over there they don't, uh, they don't accept to have this, because here you can have that. So you can encounter different type of situation because of where you are and what you're going to have in front, in front of you. So yes, here uh, I will say that it's not super common that someone's going to come and punch you versus the fact that someone can threat you with a, a weapon. Uh, it happened almost every day or someone tried to, to rob a car or this. So you never know what you're going to face. So yes, Krav Maga is very practical and made only for the streets. You know, you bring up guns. It's interesting, uh, just as a quick aside, because uh, Philip and I went out to a gun range. Philip is also a weapons instructor, and I have no knowledge at all about, about guns, but I always wanted to learn how to shoot a handgun. And in the course of a couple hours, Philip, you did a fantastic job. I lost my fear of guns. I was able to learn how to shoot a gun, how to aim a gun. Um, and it's just, you know, it's, it's not that I'm walking around carrying a gun, but it was just nice to be able to have that proficiency. Uh, and it also, uh, I enjoyed it as a sport to go out and talk target shoot. So I just want to highlight, Philip, that you do an incredible job of making people feel comfortable around a weapon. I can imagine, I can just see how make, you can make people feel comfortable around self-defense. Thank you. I want to, I want to say something to that because I, 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 I wasn't on the range, but I definitely want to know that martial art or that, that self-defense system where you, um, where when you're ready, you don't have to dodge bullets. <laughs> okay, little yeah. matrix reference there. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that would be positive. I'll tell you what, Sue, I'll tell you what, do you want to tell you something funny? Now, when I watch the movies, I can understand how the bad guys can shoot a thousand rounds and never hit anything. I don't understand how the hero shoots one shot and hits everybody in the room because let me, it's very 
very hard to put that bullet in the tar in the center of that target, even if you're only seven, ten yards away with the kick of the gun and a little bit of nerves and the adrenaline. And and I think this gets back to what I want to call muscle memory, which is which is when I think of Krav Maga and I want to learn the Krav Maga, I think of what you said, Philip, which is at the moment when something happens and fear kicks in and the adrenaline kicks in and the blood pressure, at that moment it's very hard to stay focused and 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 be cognizant of what's going on around you and 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 see things clearly and you almost need to be used to being able to to almost without even thinking react to this threat or that threat i think one of the things of the advantages of, of being proficient in, in a martial art or in a combat training is that you won't think in that scenario you'll just act and hopefully you'll have some skills to at least minimize the damage to yourself does that make does that sound right it doesn't it's perfect i wouldn't even not have said that so so well as you say it's exactly that we call that the conditioning it's like uh, for example uh, okay let, i'm gonna give you a very basic example imagine i'm, I'm a singer and i'm i'm singing and it's the first time i'm singing and i'm gonna perform in front of five thousand person my body is gonna shake from everywhere maybe i'm gonna lose my words maybe i'm gonna lose my voice because I'm not used to, it's the first time, and 5,000 people in front of me, I'm gonna freak out, I'm gonna vomit, I'm gonna... But after having been done this 10 times, 5,000 people, it's okay, it's okay. Now 10,000 is gonna be the stress, then 20,000. So what I'm trying to say, it's we need a lot of conditioning and repetition. A class of, a, a training of Krav Maga, it's, I, I, I'm, I, I bring it like this, it's like if I tell you stories, I bring up stories for you. And this story, this story, the, the guy is coming like this, the guy is doing this, the, the, there are two, there are three, they are doing this. And at the end of the road, this amount of stories that you get, it's like if you are um, having a library with plenty of books. And when a story is coming up to you in the real world, you said, but I know this story. I know how it starts, I know how to handle it, and I know how it's gonna end. So then it's the conditioning and it's also your capacity to go through, through the pressure. And that's the power of the training. So the conditioning is to prepare the students for the worst case scenario without thinking. It's, that's why it's instinctive. I am instinctive. When someone slap you, you have the instinct because uh, to block because you did it one, two, three million of times. Right. And, and here in, in Florida, here in Miami, where do you find the demand seems to come? What kind of groups do you seem to find the demand for for your training? You had mentioned something to me about female real estate brokers that want to feel safe when they're showing a home and they're by themselves with a group of people. Who, 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 who is who, who is your target audience right now here? OK, uh, it's it's very uh, large. It's very large. It goes from the kids to the teenagers who get who get bullied, who, uh, the, the ladies who are working alone and presenting houses uh, and they don't feel comfortable, uh, businessmen, uh, people who want to discover um, a new uh, fighting system, and also people who want to, to learn something because they think that uh, they need something efficient for to defend themselves and also people who doesn't want to carry a gun because they said no that's not for me i prefer to and uh, manage the fight in a different way so and law enforcement because they you know today we are living in a very aggressive world 
what is it in the business what is it in everywhere it's aggressive so it's also a way for certain person to say okay through that i'm learning something i'm decompressing i'm i'm relaxing you know when we're at the range i felt that from the moment that you started with me until the end I was not talking to the same person. You relax, you are good. And of course, it's 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 again, but it's also, it's like, uh, I don't know if you're doing something uh, for, you know, it's good to have a little bit of pleasure in what you do and what you train. If you don't, uh, no, I don't recommend it. And I, you know, I agree. I think to be fair for all of our audiences, uh, the best way to win a fight is to not fight. Right? I, think, I think the first thing that we want to do is to try to get and to distinguish conflict without violence. However, if, if violence is your only option, then, then, then be prepared. That being said, I do think that, um, you know, when you're getting into conflict or, or you're starting to see a conflict arise, there are all, there are many different ways that, that we can, that we can handle it. Of course, um, if we're left to our own devices and we have to be left to our own devices, what what I like about Krav Maga mostly is that it also utilizes different systems of martial arts. It, it feels like it incorporates a lot. You got a little bit of of jujitsu. You got a little bit of of uh, you know. It's about um, as much about striking as it is as much about grappling. There's how to fall without hurting yourself. It's a lot of different things that allow you to protect um, yourself in addition to how to how to end conflict. So. Talk to us about that. I, mean, I think I think in some ways, um, a, a, an instructor once told me, "The movies are a fallacy. Uh, the the brute the, the 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 guy that walks away from a fight untouched is a myth. You're gonna get a bruise. You're gonna get. Sometimes you'll you're gonna get hit. So so learn how to take a punch. Learn how to take a kick. Learn all of these things in addition to fighting. Learn how to." how to get, how to take it or, you know, or like, you know, just so that you can, you can, yeah, you can be back. a little dazed, but you, you're not out of the fight all of a sudden. One punch knockouts, all that stuff. So I guess, so I guess a lot of ways, you know, it's, it's more of a holistic view, which I thought was really, was really smart. Can you tell us a little bit about, about that? So is there a philosophy um, or principle around Krav Maga that you could share with all of us that helps us think sort of holistically about Krav Maga and how it's different? Uh, one of the biggest principles of Krav Maga is can you can can could be resumed in the shortest way. That's if you understand that the shortest way, you understand everything about Krav Maga. What does it mean? It means, for, for example, if I have my uh, I'm on I'm on the side compared to you, and uh, you are on my left side. Uh, and I have to, to defend myself or to punch you or to kick you, I'm going to use what is close to you, the closest. And this applies to all the technique. Also, there's another way is, is to, to understand, because you were mentioning about um, a woman uh, before, uh, about the agent. You know, the first thing in, 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 in the, the classes is to get used to get touch, mean touch, uh, grab, uh, grab the t-shirt, grab the hands. So when you, you get used to the close distance, the fact that someone can bear hug you, uh, but at, at, after a certain point, you, you get used to that. It's not uh, something uh, bizarre. 
Someone's going to grab you. Someone's going to insult you. Someone's going to run after you. Someone's going to scream at you. How to control yourself, how to be able to communicate, just to communicate, to say, listen, please, leave me alone. Um, there's plenty of procedures uh, to, to be for the five. Is how first to, to, to work with what we call the prevention. If, for example, you are whatever your size, your, your, your gender or whatever, and someone is, is following you, do not deny it. Turn your head, look and understand that someone is following you. So understand all those things. Be aware. It's, it's not, a, you know, a movie. It's, You're talking to me? I mean, I mean that's, that's so funny because like all the movies that you see, the, the, like these dramas and horror movies, um, it, it clearly, you know, the, 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 you walk down, a, you, you can choose a light path. You can walk down a dark alley by yourself and then you choose to do that. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, when you, I want to just pick up on a point you mentioned about, you know, the sort of the, the quick and the speed. Um, and there, there is a there is a one of my favorite books um, called The Book of Five Rings it was written by a great samurai warrior, probably the best of, um, of all times, Miyamoto Musashi. And he wrote was one of the quotes that I, I use and it's my mantra is this notion of do nothing of no value. And the reason why that is, is that he said, look, every strike of the sword is to the death uh, and it's to kill. It's not. To parry, it's not to set up. It, every strike has a purpose, and and that um, and there's been business books um, interpretations of his of, of his book about doing things with purpose um, and all that. And I think that it's really interesting because in, in as a samurai warrior, being the best, which means he survives. <laughs> Um, it, it, he, he his principles are actually well well thought through, and it sounds to be similar to that of Prabhu God. Yes. You know, um, uh, it, it, you have to be practical. And there's a, a, a word that we use a lot. It's efficiency. If you can do something that's going to work, that's Krav Maga. For example, um, if you have uh, one enemy in front of you and you can do something that's going to push him and destabilize him, okay, you did good. And if you have something, a, a common object around you, an umbrella, a stick, a button, and you can use it, that's Krav Maga. That's why you cannot compare Krav Maga to, to over martial art or, or, or MMA or boxing because you, there is rules. There's rules in all the martial arts, all the boxing, all the MMA, in, even in the cage. They have rules. They cannot do this. They cannot do that. But in Krav Maga, in the street. You are allowed to do everything. You know why? Because your enemy is going to do everything to threat you, to, 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 to attack you. So you are on the same level. You respond by the same level. Yeah, and I actually, it's funny you mentioned that because I think, you know, one of the things that also I've been impressed with, with Krav Maga is just like your, the stance. You know, you've got, you've got this, um, and I'm getting to, to my, my martial arts geek, mode here but um you know everyone you know most martial arts position you're ready for a fight your hands your fists are up uh and you're like you're poised and squaring off with your opponent and that's like fighting where krav maga your hands are up you're like wait you know it's not me it's like you know, hey and then that's 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 your start that's your start position absolutely we are the cool people i'm the cool guy <laughs> you're like hey I'm, I'm me. So <laughs> there's a very good uh, example that is like this. Imagine, imagine um, you, there is a bomb. You know what is a bomb? A bomb in the sand. 
And uh, I tell you, um, look, the bomb is here. You can scream at the bomb. You can throw things on the bomb. You can insult, you can do whatever you want in the bomb. But as soon as you're going to touch it, it's going to explode. This is exactly who we are. You can do whatever. You can talk to me. I will not do nothing. <laughs> you can insult me. Okay, I, I, I will be red. I will have the desire to, to destroy you, but I'm going to stay quiet. But if you put your hand on me, or if you come to fret me and to touch me physically, that's total different music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My grandmother uh, touched me once. Once. <laughs> well, listen, uh, Philip, this has been so uh, instructive, and I thought your analogy of, of public speaking was excellent. And, and it, it reminds me, you know, uh, when, when you, it's not just that the more you speak in front of people, the more comfortable you are speaking in front of people. The more you are prepared and you are the smartest person in the room on the topic you're talking about, the more confident and comfortable you are because you're not afraid of, of being embarrassed. Most people don't want to speak in public because they don't want to be embarrassed or they don't want to get a question they don't have an answer to so preparedness is the key it sounds like preparedness and being ready when something does occur and you're and you're prepared with the skills uh to fight back and i can see why that's a combat method not a martial art or an art or a sport what is the best way to get in touch and get information on your company uh, there's uh, the website um there's my name they can put my name on google there's plenty of uh, videos of uh Instagram, Facebook, uh, it's very easy. Philip uh, David Glickman, J L I K M A N. The website, uh, it's um, o t t It's very, very easy. Terrific. Well, listen, Philip. We want to thank you very much for taking the time and enlightening us on this, on this, on, on, on this incredible system that you that 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 you're a part of and that you're helping to propagate here in Florida and helping people who are looking to be a little more confident in their self-defense. And uh, we wish you the best. And I look forward to getting out there on the range again with you very soon, and to take some Krav Maga as well. A great meeting you, Philip. This was a wonderful session. Learned a lot. I'll see you soon uh, in real for real training so I can take care of you guys. <laughs> Perfect. You've been listening to The Real Estate Podcast. Give us a quick review and rating on iTunes. Check out our website at therealestate.co and let us know if there are any new topics you'd like to hear us address. We love hearing your feedback. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.